You can have anything you want. You just can't have everything that you want. Yeah. So if you're telling me, well, that's unreasonable for them not to go to a family wedding, then fine. Then we're going to cut the grocery budget. Welcome to today's episode of the Frugal Fit Mom podcast, where we take your budgets and break them down. You know why I wore the hat this time? Why did you wear a hat? This is my thinking cap. Well, I have my idea pants on, so we're going to tackle this budget that was sent in by a, I was going to say viewer, but that's wrong. It's a listener. It's a listener. In one of the comments the other day, somebody says, I can't take this budget breakdown seriously because David doesn't have his hat on. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm serious today. Serious with that. With we're going to rip into this one. We are going to assist this young lady with her budget woes by giving some non-emotional math advice to help her feel in control. Yeah. That's what we're doing today. This one is different because it's in Canada. This is our first one. I think this is the first Canadian one we've done. Now, for reference, have you lived in Canada? Before? I lived in Canada for five years, just outside of Toronto. And half of my family is Canadian. Saskatchewan. So. We've been there. We've been there a couple times. It is more expensive. It's a little different. The money's a little different. Yeah. But we'll do the best we can with what we have. We're partially informed, just enough to be dangerous. Fun fact, did you know that I'm a dual citizen? I am, would you call that half Canadian? <laughs> I don't think you can call it. I'm 100% Texan. <laughs> but I am a dual citizen. I have the official documents and everything. So fun facts with Christine today. Anyway, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. We hope you would consider subscribing or downloading or following or I don't know what it's called on the podcast platforms. It's subscribe. It is subscribe. Oh, great. Yeah. It doesn't cost you anything. Nope. I don't know if you knew that. It's free. Let's tackle this. Okay. Husband and wife, four young children. Young kids. Young. Can I emphasize the young? Four they, under five. Four kids, ages five and under. They are five, three, 18 months and two months. So I'm just going to say this wife is exhausted. She is exhausted. She's weary to the bone. She's worn out emotionally and physically. Most yeah. likely there is probably a lot of sleep deprivation there. So I would like to approach this one with that in mind. And she's the one that submitted the budget. She did because I know what that feels like. Yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so my heart goes out to you. I know you're tired. I also want to say it won't always be like this. It gets better. They do start sleeping more and they don't need you as physically. So it does get better. So she's feeling like she can't really work. She's a stay at home mom right now. And I'm going to tend to agree there. Absolutely. She is working like crazy right now. She's not getting paid for it. So she's doing a very important job. Yes. We'll just yeah. pull that out. So don't feel like the world may devalue what you're doing, but it's got a lot of value, especially to those four kids. Yeah, for sure. The income is 4,900 a month Canadian. So I don't know what that is American, probably less. <laughs> it's less. Less. And the first thing I want to point out is the household, like the, the house bills, the house bills. We have included in that the cost of the house, mortgage, insurance, property taxes. Oh, insurance was not included. That's extra. So I have insurance on top of that power. Okay. So she has listed power, energy, and utilities. Power and energy feel the same to me, but in Canada, they're probably not. They're not. It's probably gas. Oh, okay. Or some kind of heating method. Okay. But she has them listed out separately. So yeah. we have utilities, power, energy, insurance, house. This is all house. Everything you need to keep the house running. That total is $1,930. Right off the bat, I have taken 39% of their take-home income. Ba-bow! Just like that. 
a word of warning to everybody that's not bought a home yet. <laughs> Anybody and everybody will be willing to lend you money, even more than you can afford. And just because they're willing to lend you the money doesn't mean you should take it. So there's really nothing we can do here. Yeah. Because th this is what it is. Do you remember when we tried to buy our first home? Everybody tried to tell us we could afford more than we could. Uh-huh, everyone. And we still bought more than we should have. <laughs> but what was eye-opening to me is I didn't understand how high property taxes could be. Yeah. That was truly shocking. And then once you add in all of your utilities, you're like, whoa. And then we bought a house and we didn't have a lawnmower. We had to go buy a lawnmower when the grass started growing in and we were that $200 for the lawnmower was a truly stressful experience. Yeah. And blinds and everything else. Yeah. It's just owning a house is quite expensive. So anyway, 39% of their budget is gone off the bat. Let's just take this. You said that that stresses you out because it's 39%. What's a really good number as far as percentage goes? So I would say banks try and go 33% or less. I prefer 25 percent, which is a conservative house. To be clear, that is very conservative and you'd have to make a pretty high income in today's market to get a house for that. So you're trying to keep your, keep your household to less than 25% of your monthly income. Correct. Because it gives you the freedom to do other stuff with your money. I don't want to be, and I don't want people I love to be stuck in a house poor situation that has happened to people that I know is incredibly stressful for them and their relationships, like yeah. their marriage. It's very stressful. Okay. So anyway, there's not really, we can do a lot about that. So I'm going to leave it, which means we're going to have to do something with the rest of it. Before we tackle the regular bills, two goals here, two family goals. Number one is she's not really sure how to pay down debt correctly. She feels like she tries to tackle this one. Interest goes up in this other one. She's not making any progress. She pays some debt down and then has to pull out the credit card because they don't have enough to pay the bills that month. It's just a little chaotic. Yeah. So we need a good game plan for tackling the debt. That's number one. Okay. I'm going to interrupt and just say mm -hmm. there's a lot of hope here because even you, mm -hmm. when we were first bought our house and we were going through the lawnmower stuff, do you remember how you kept your monthly budget? <laughs> no, by that point I had moved to Excel. <laughs> I'm just saying for a long for the time, first three Christine years. <laughs> wrote out and rewrote the budget on pieces of paper like legal every pets. week yeah. and it was paper everywhere. Yeah, and was. I was like, which one's the most current budget? I moved and to it was a... very stressful. It was chaotic as well. Yeah, it was chaotic. I learned two guys and I moved to Excel in 07. I made an Excel spreadsheet. I still use the same one. Who made that suggestion? You suggested it and it was great because you don't have to have paper everywhere <laughs> and you could do like do, 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 Listen, and switch. <laughs> I may not be good at the budget myself, but I knew that it was better on a spreadsheet you than knew, on pieces of paper. You knew technology would rule the day when it came to the budget. Yeah. So that's goal number one. How do I pay off the debt correctly so I make progress? Yeah. Okay. Number two is they have a family wedding to go to. It will cost $5,000. It's in January of 2024. They have eight months. Yeah. So that just quick math. That is $625 a month. They need to save to make this wedding happen. So as I go through the rest of the budget, I am going to be pretty ruthless. You know what I like about it though? Hmm. It's a goal. Yeah. It's a very clear goal. It's a very clear goal in a timely manner. I, I just love that it's time bound. It, you can make a smart goal out of this mm -hmm. and 
feel confident because you actually achieved your goal. I like it because it's so clear. Yeah. To go to the family wedding, they need $625 a month. That's what they need. Christine's about to attack this and give her $625 a month so she can go to this wedding. Sure. That's what we're doing. Let's hit it. There's a really, really big problem on the board. I, I, we I haven't need to, even I need to address started. this. Dave, we haven't even started. I have to address this. Okay. She's got a lot of really cool things. We've got the budget that's very clear here. It's a total of $3,800 a month, which is about $1,000 less than their income, which is great. However. Okay, let's let's say that again for people that are only listening and not looking. Okay. Okay, so all of their bills, what Dave's trying to point out is all of their bills total $3,847. Their monthly income is $4,900. That's $1,000 that's missing, but she's in the red every month and stressed. So there's $1,000 missing here. That she's not accounting for in the budget. Correct. But here's one thing that you put up here in, the, in, in big letters. It says, the eat out expenses are not included. I feel like that's an emotional thing. 100%. There's two pieces to this, why there's $1,000 missing. She did say they are eating out a lot. And I'm going to go back to that. She's got a two-month-old and an 18-month-old, and she's freaking exhausted. Yeah. Okay? So she owned it. She was like, I've, I've not been planning. It's on me. We've been eating out a lot. I know that's there. Also, the debt that I have listed over here on the right side of the board, which we'll go over in just a second, the minimum payments are not listed in the budget. Exactly. Only the student loan is, but the other four are not. So I think we have a minimum payment and eating out gaping hole in this boat. It's a little overwhelming. $23,000 in, in loans. Mm -hmm. I understand why she's stressed out. Yes for the money alone, let alone for the fact that she's got four kids under five. Correct. I think it's time to go over this budget and give a clear path All right. of the cuts we are making in order to make this wedding happen and pay off the debt. I am giving her more money okay. to accomplish her goals is what I'm doing right now. Step number one, you know what's going. <laughs> the eating out is 100% gone. Yeah. Let's talk about that. It is a luxury. It is a crutch when you're exhausted, which I get. Can I emphasize that again? I get that you're exhausted. Yeah. But you know what's really easy and cheap? Quesadillas at your house. A PB&J sandwich for kids this young, to them, that's the best dinner ever. Yeah. Cut up an apple, a PB&J sandwich, bada boom, bada bang. Find things that work for you and your family. Right, correct. I understand that the husband's probably not gonna be okay with a PB&J with a cut up apple for dinner, okay? Yeah. So we can do maybe a little something for the husband and wife. I can give you some easy meal ideas. Are you ready for them? A protein, a veg, and a starch. That's your basis of any meal. Chicken breast is cheap, no matter where you are. Yeah. It might be more expensive in Canada than the US, but it's still cheap. A bag of frozen veggies and a roll. Okay, let me also say, he may need to get involved. Yeah, perhaps. Right? Perhaps. I don't know how, what his job's like, no, don't but when me. she's got four kids under five, he may need to get involved to help out a little bit. Yeah, perhaps. Very true. Meal prep, do something. Anything. I would even say, as a couple, you gotta figure out when and why you do the eating out. Okay. Talk it out and try to figure out how to hack that habit loop. Yeah, so first thing, I'm, I'm just cutting the eating out completely. Restaurants are luxuries. And we cannot do that right and now. And it's the leak in the budget that you gotta plug up. 
Okay, let's go down the list. Phones are 120, I think that's okay. I don't know Canada's rules on the cell phones. So it's probably close. So it's probably fine. Retirement, they're doing 250 a month, which I love. We're gonna put an asterisk next to that one as that one can go temporarily if we're really stressed. Yeah. So we'll, we'll just put a little star by retirement as a maybe, okay? That might be an area we could tackle in the short term as we prep for this $5,000 wedding. Right. Internet 77, love it. Life insurance at 105. Can I just say I'm so glad they have it? Yeah. Well, congrats. They're doing some great things. Uh, subscriptions is 35. I'm not super concerned about that at the moment. 35 seems low, reasonable. It's too small of a number to bug with right now. It could be cut, but yeah, we're not getting enough bang for our buck. Uh, car gas at 450. He does commute to work. It is Canada. Gas is expensive. Gas is expensive. I get it. I'm not going to say that. What I will suggest is as the stay at home mom, I understand the desire to go out because you want to do something different. So we're going to slim that down to one outing a week. With kids at five and under, these kids are not in activities yet. Yeah. The five-year-old might be in kindergarten, maybe. They've got to get this under control before the kids get older. Right, right. Because they only get more expensive. <laughs> Shh, don't tell them that yet. <laughs> but also true story. I also want to say I did this, you guys. Yeah. I did this. So I know it can be done. I had four young kids and I went out once a week and it was an all day event. We did the park, we went to the library, I did my grocery shopping. This was before Walmart pickup. Yeah. This was before any deliveries existed at all. It can be done. You can make life fun for your kids without going out. It can be done. Yeah. So car gas, let's say she limits her trips and they can cut it by a hundred bucks. Yeah, okay. $350. Can we, can we do that? We now have a hundred dollars back in the budget. You just have to look at what you're actually going out for and mm -hmm. try to see, try to figure out ways to cut it back, streamline only and do as many things as possible while you're out. Exactly. Food. <laughs> I've already Dude, cut the eating out. Every one of your subscribers says the food in Canada is way more expensive than here. So I'm, you gotta be, watch yourself here. I will accept that argument. Okay. I will. I am not an unreasonable person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're acting like I'm unreasonable right Say now. Say more. Okay, since you're laughing at me right now, they want to spend $5,000 to go to this family wedding. Yeah. Um, they don't have to go. Is that unreasonable? You can have anything you want. You just can't have everything that you want. Yeah. So if you're telling me, well, that's unreasonable for them not to go to a family wedding, then fine. Then we're going to cut the grocery budget. Right. So let's dis let's discuss the grocery budget. Like you got to cut one to do the other. That's where we are. I want to point out the kids' ages once more. Okay. A five-year-old, a three-year-old, an eighteen-month-old, and a two-month-old are not eating what my sixteen-year-old son is eating. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've had kids of all ages, athletes of all. I had a kid that would out eat one of my older kids. Okay. I get young kids that eat a lot. They are not eating adult portions. They're not. No. I do want to mention this food line does include diapers, toiletries, toilet paper okay. also. Okay, so it's a, a few other things. So it's a few other things, that's fine. Do you think you could get it down to 600? I think it goes 600. 600. Okay, yes. so they can cut $200 off that bill. Yeah, this is and This is Canadian, by the way. Yeah. 200 Canadian dollars. I think you could go to 600 and this is specifically because she told me she's not been planning, she owned it, like I've been lazy on the planning cause she's exhausted. So she may need to do some like meal planning, some 
looking at grocery ads. I don't even know what. Correct. Here's the thing is we make some jobs seem so much bigger in our heads than they really are. Yeah. And I think meal planning is one of those things. It can be truly simple. It would probably only take 15, 15 to 30 minutes once a week. Sunday, sit down. You're spending 30 minutes to be like, hey, spouse, what do you want for dinner this week? I love burgers. Great. I'm writing it down. And maybe use it as a mental break from the kids sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Hand yeah. all those kids on over to the husband and then you can have your quiet time as you like take charge of the food. Yeah. Right. As a stay at home mom, that's part of your job to like manage the household finances a little bit. Okay. Right. So I think that's doable. I might get pushed back on that. It's possible. So the, the only things we have left are student loans. And student loans is $80 and the car registration plates is about 25 a month. Okay. So what did I do? I plugged the leak of the eating out, which we don't know that, that amount, but I suspect it was 500 plus a month. Yeah. I've also cut about $300 from the regular budget. So what does that give me? 800, 800 a month. If I cut out the eating out and the car gas and the food budget, that's what I did. 800 going towards these goals. Let's look over here. The wedding, we need 625 a month. This 800 does not go very far. So if I take out my 625 a month, I'm there. But bow, I've got wedding savings in the bag, but I am only left with 175 a month to pay all this debt off. And then my friends is not going to cut it. So I think she needs to know how does a debt snowball actually work? Let me do one thing before we get there. Retirement goes. This is temporary. Everyone, Until we get the debt off. Everyone calm down. I'm going to try and knock out three of these deadlines before I add that back in. Okay. So we, so as far as the debt goes, she was having a hard time because she was still trying to pay off the ones with the highest interest rate first. Correct. That is what I And then she paid so much that she had no money left over. In fact, she was overspending in other areas and then had to use credit cards for basics. You got it. Okay. So let's run a debt snowball with, I cut the retirement too. So what I've done is after I'm saving for the wedding. Okay. And I have $425 left over to tackle the debt. Here's how I'm doing it on the board. If you're not looking at it, I've listed on the board, all the debts from smallest balance to largest balance. There's only five total and the three at the top are quite small. We have a home Depot card at $517. Guess what? That one's gone in a month. Month one. You pay off that home Depot card, but bow gone. Now my minimum payment is not in my budget anymore. And my $425 a month can be shifted down to the next smallest, which is the wife's credit card at $1,400. So let's say, I don't know what the minimum payment is on that card, but let's say it was 50. So now I have $475 to put on the wife's credit card. That takes three months. So we have month two, three, and four. You're trying to tell her the interest rate doesn't really matter that much. What's more important is get the big wins of what is the smallest amount owed and let's pay those things off and consolidate all of our money into one or two loans at a time. You got it. And here's why I'm suggesting that in this case, mathematically, the interest rate makes sense, but it hasn't been working because she hasn't paid anything off and she's stressed out and exhausted and going out to eat to manage her stress. It is totally psychological. You're trying to stack wins mm -hmm. on top of each other. This is the reason why I work out in the morning. 
Right. Right. I want to create one win for the day mm -hmm. and use that momentum to use to, to find other wins. So I have now knocked off two credit cards in four months and I have also accumulated four months of savings for my wedding. So the wife credit card is now gone. Let's say we can add another hundred dollars to the minimum payment. Mm -hmm. All right. So our quote snowball or extra money that we can allocate towards the debt is now, I'm writing on the board very messy, but it's $575. So $575 can pay off the student loan at $1,900 in another three and a half Four months. months. Five, six, seven, and some of month eight. Student loan is now gone and out of the monthly bills, which she did give me. Which is really cool because by the time they go to this wedding, they've also paid off three student loans. Sorry, three loans. Three loans. <laughs> Not three student loans, three loans. <laughs> the, the Home Depot, the wife's credit card, and the student loan are all paid off and they're going to the wedding and they get back from the wedding and... Okay, so yeah, let's talk about that. Eight months from now, they've saved enough from the wedding and knocked out three loans. So we don't have to save for the wedding anymore. We have $655 in my snowball plus the $625 that I was saving for the wedding and am now finished with. Now my snowball is a whopping just shy of $1,300. $1,300. So now the husband's husband's line of, line of credit is paid off in three more months. Four more months. I'm doing it right now. You don't need to do the math. I know exactly what it is in my head. It's my four. Four months. So we've got the husband's line of credit at $5,700 is paid off in month eight, nine, 10, and 11. And then this one is done. So in one year, let's talk about what we've accomplished in one year. We have paused retirement, cut the food bill, cut the car gas bill by not, by she's not driving quite so much, right? Mm -hmm. No, no more driving around for funsies. We've cut the restaurant bill. We've saved for and gone to the wedding. We have eliminated four of the five debts. That feels real good, doesn't it? Out of 23. Out of 23, they paid off $10,000. In one year. And went to their wedding, which by the way, is probably the last family vacation for another year. Yes, because it's gonna take you uh, maybe a little less than one more year to pay off this last line of credit. So let's call it in 20 months, in 20 months, okay, it's less than two years. You've gone to your wedding, all of your debts are paid off. You've gotten your skills to manage the food budget, cut unnecessary things, and your youngest kid is barely turning two years old. And your oldest kid is just about seven. Yeah. And let me tell you a big secret. When your kids are seven, they don't remember anything. <laughs> when your kids are seven, they won't remember they, hardly They anything. don't remember much. So cutting things out, you're not losing out on that much. Not like the world would tell you that you're losing out. You gotta kind of put those things out of your mind. I don't think they're helpful. The world tries to tell you, oh, you gotta create all these memories. You gotta take them to Disney. You gotta do all these things. Like, Well, I think you do need to create memories. However, it doesn't take all that money and all these extravagant things to make those memories. Correct. It doesn't take. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to say is they, the world uses those things to kind of guilt some parents into doing things that they shouldn't. If you're going to do big memory things, I would prefer them to be over 10, yeah. which guarantees that they're going to remember it. So in two years, this whole thing is cleaned up. That's how you pay off the debt. We've taken care of the wedding. And then what? Well, can I mention one other thing we didn't account for? Sure. In two years, 
his income probably goes up. Yes, their income is up. Hopefully, right? If he's on the right trajectory, right track, I assume he's a young dad, mm -hmm. his income might go up by another 10% in two years. Mm -hmm. And then add all this stuff back in. Like put the retirement back, drive around a little more, spend more on food. Listen, I don't love everything about Dave Ramsey's normal plans, but his debt snowball psychologically is extremely sound. It worked beautifully for us. It may not work for everybody, but man, I gotta say from our own experience, it was empowering to pay off one debt and be like, Done. I've, I'm so much closer than I was before. I got to use that momentum into something else. Yeah, the mental win of just checking it off and having it be gone versus like balancing the constant five debts is really powerful. Yeah. I want to finish with one more time reiterating, if anyone understands how exhausted you are, I am that person. <laughs> and how hard it is to do financial goals on yeah. what feels like a limited income. We're here for you. We've been there. There's hope. You can gain control of your money at any time and win with money. You can. And then the kids will start sleeping more, I'm telling you. And then you'll feel more like a human again. I have to say from the dad's perspective, you can help out more around the house and or you could even potentially find a side gig to increase that budget. I did a lot of carpet cleaning at nights, <laughs> taught school during the day, clean carpets by night, clean carpets during summers. There's all sorts of things in the economy today that you could potentially bump that up a little bit more and pay off some of these debts faster or use them for other purposes that your family, yeah, it's, other goals that your family decides on. It's one I didn't really touch in this case because I know she's exhausted and overwhelmed. And that's why I didn't add it to her. Like mm -hmm. he's got to have, he's part of the equation as well. You want to expedite this process? It's side hustle time, baby. Which yeah. again, does not have to be forever. Yeah. Love it. Nice job, Dave. And I wish you the best of luck. We'll see you guys next time.